Hi, this is Caroline. I am super excited by a new feature that I have available for you. If you go to my show notes, you'll see a link that says, I would love to hear from you. Text message me here. Yes, you can now text message me. So if you have any thoughts about an episode, if you've got ideas for an episode, if you'd just like to connect and say hi, then click on that link. I'd love to hear from you. Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Hello and welcome to the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast, your go-to source for all things organising and tidying. I'm Caroline Thor, a certified KonMari consultant and professional organiser. Today we're talking about procrastination, something I know all too well. I'm the kind of person who will avoid cleaning out the stick insects, changing my wardrobe over at the change of seasons, or getting around to selling things we've decided we're no longer keeping. Sound familiar? Quite simply, procrastination can affect our ability to keep our homes tidy. I'm going to talk about what procrastination is, why we do it, why some people are more prone to it than others, and most importantly, how to beat it. But before we dive in, let's talk about why beating procrastination is essential for a clutter-free home. When we procrastinate, tasks pile up, Clutter accumulates and it becomes overwhelming to tackle everything. By conquering procrastination, we can take control of our clutter and keep our homes tidy and organised. So let's get into it. What is procrastination? Procrastination is the act of delaying or putting off tasks until the last minute. It's often characterised by distractions, avoidance and time-wasting activities. I think you're probably following me. So why do we procrastinate? There are several reasons, but some common ones include fear of failure, lack of motivation, that's definitely mine, and overwhelm. When we're faced with a task that seems difficult or unpleasant, we tend to put it off. I personally am very prone to procrastination And I am sure this contributes to my difficulty in staying organised. Yes, I have to really work at staying organised. Isn't that a weird admission from a professional organiser? I was the student cramming for her finals the night before because I had managed to stick to my study schedule in the weeks leading up to this rather important date. I'm the mum who will put off folding and putting away the washing. I'm the pet owner who will put off those pesky little jobs that involve cleaning out litter trays. And what do I notice every time I do eventually get round to these jobs? They take me virtually no time at all. And I always wonder why I didn't get round to doing them and get them out of the way in the first place. It's also worth mentioning that people with ADHD, attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder, 
are more prone to procrastination than those without the condition. Procrastination is often a result of difficulties with executive functioning, which is one of the core challenges associated with ADHD. Executive functioning includes skills such as planning, prioritising, initiating tasks and staying focused on them until completion. People with ADHD may struggle with one of these skills, making it more difficult for them to start and complete tasks in a timely manner. This can lead to procrastination as they may put off tasks until the last minute or avoid them altogether. In addition to executive functioning difficulties, people with ADHD may also struggle with motivation and emotional regulation, which can further contribute to procrastination. They may have difficulty getting started on tasks that don't interest them or that they perceive as unpleasant and may be more likely to become distracted by other activities that provide more immediate rewards or stimulation. So while procrastination is a common challenge for many people, it can be especially difficult for those with ADHD. And I see this in a lot of my clients. So how can procrastination affect our ability to keep our homes tidy? Well, when we procrastinate, we tend to let things pile up clutter accumulates and we become overwhelmed. This can lead to a vicious cycle of procrastination and clutter, which can be difficult to break. So let's talk about those tidying jobs in the home that we're most likely to procrastinate on. They can include decluttering sentimental items, sorting the laundry, clearing the garage or cellar, and organising paperwork. Oh, there's a big one. But it begs the question, why do we end up procrastinating in the first place? There are many reasons, some unique to just you, but here are some more general ones. You may have to attend to children's needs, which can be time consuming and cause you to postpone or delay things you'd intended to do. I know this happens to me regularly. I can be in the middle of putting the laundry away. One of the kids needs me, so I go and deal with them. And while I'm with them, I get distracted by another thing that needs doing and forget to go back to the laundry. It's not until I want to go to bed that I realise that the bed is covered in washing waiting to be folded and put away. Not ideal. We love our kids, but let's face it, they can be a major source of distraction when we're trying to get work done. Whether it's answering their endless questions or dealing with a temper tantrum, it can be tough to stay on track. You may also have to take care of household chores such as cooking, cleaning and laundry, which can be a distraction from work or other tasks. There's always laundry to do dishes to wash and floors to clean. It can be tempting to put off other tasks in favour of taking care of the home, but this can quickly lead to procrastination and poor time management. I was actually talking to a friend about this just yesterday. You may use social media as a way to take a break, but this can quickly turn into a distraction that leads to procrastination. I know I'm guilty of popping onto social media to quickly post something for work and get sucked into scrolling through for hours a week. Multitasking is also a trap that many of us fall into. We try to do too many things at once and end up feeling overwhelmed and unproductive. This can lead to procrastination and a never-ending to-do list. Finally, lack of self-care can also contribute to procrastination. When we neglect our own needs, we become more stressed and less productive. It's important for us to take time for self-care and relaxation so we can be our best selves for our families and our work. But the good news is that we can change our habits and beat procrastination. Here are some tips to get started. Prioritise your tasks, 
Make a list of the most important tasks that you need to accomplish and tackle them first. This will help you stay focused and motivated. Set boundaries. Make it clear to your family and friends when you're working on something and need to be uninterrupted. This will help you stay on task and avoid distractions. Break down tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks. For example, instead of cleaning the whole garage, break it down into smaller tasks such as organising tools, sweeping the floor, wiping down surfaces. Another good tip is to set a deadline for completing tasks. This will help you avoid procrastination and hold yourself accountable. You can set yourself a reminder on your phone. Eliminating distractions, this could mean turning off your phone or logging out of social media. Whatever it is, find a way to remove anything that could distract you from completing your task. And really important, celebrate small victories along the way. By acknowledging progress, we can boost our motivation and self-esteem. I like to reward myself with a coffee and a few minutes sitting down doing nothing when I get round to a task I've been putting off. On this theme, take breaks. It's important to take breaks throughout the day to recharge and focus. Go for a walk, read a book or do something that you enjoy. And practice self-care. Make sure to take care of your own needs, both physical and emotional. This will help you feel more relaxed and less stressed. Now, let's talk about the difference beating procrastination can make to our lives. Firstly, it will reduce our stress levels. When we procrastinate, the task lingers in the back of our minds, causing us stress and anxiety. When we finally complete it, we sense relief, which can be incredibly satisfying. Secondly, it will improve our productivity. When we're not procrastinating, we're able to focus on the task at hand and complete it more efficiently. This means we can move on to other tasks or have more free time to do things we enjoy. And thirdly, beating procrastination can also improve our self-esteem. When we accomplish something we've been putting off, it's a boost to our confidence and self-worth. And seeing as most of us are so reliant on our phones these days, let me give you some amazing resources and apps to help you beat procrastination. So, The first app is called Focus at Will. This app provides specially curated music playlists designed to improve focus and productivity using neuroscience research to select music that is optimised for concentration. The second one is called Brain Focus Productivity Timer. This app is a customisable timer that allows you to break your work into intervals and take short breaks in between. The third one I love the sound of is called the Forest app. This app helps you stay focused by planting virtual trees. The longer you stay focused, the more trees you plant and the more points you earn. When you use the paid version of the Forest app, you have the option to use your virtual coins to plant real trees through Trees for the Future. For every 2,500 virtual coins earned through the app, the Forest team will plant a real tree on your behalf in one of Trees for the Future's community projects. So not only can you improve your productivity and stay focused, but you can also help the environment by contributing to tree planting efforts around the world. How cool is that? Number four is the Time Timer. This app provides a visual timer that shows how much time is remaining for a given task or activity. We actually have a time timer clock which we use with the children so they can see the time counting backwards and see how much time they have left to do something, whether it's screen time or tidying their rooms. 
Number five is Focusmate, which is a website that offers a virtual co-working experience for individuals who work from home or remotely. The website pairs you up with a virtual co-worker and allows you to work alongside one another in virtual work sessions. So the idea is that by working alongside someone else, even if it's virtual, users are more likely to stay focused and accountable during their work sessions. You can choose to schedule work sessions with the same partner or work with different partners each time. I have used this one and had people meditating or practicing saxophone while I've been writing podcast episodes. Obviously, you can work with the sound off, but it provides great accountability. So you could do a decluttering task during your session. And number six, there are apps such as Trello, Evernote and Asana, which are all project management tools that can help you stay organized and on track. You can create boards for different projects and tasks and use it to prioritize your to-do list. I would like to make it clear that I have no personal experience of any of these resources other than Focusmate. They're apps that I've researched for this episode that seem to be likely to be useful. If you give them a go, I would love to know what you think. So let's end with my top tips to beating procrastination. Set realistic goals. Don't overwhelm yourself with too many tasks. Start with one or two and build from there. Then use positive self-talk. Instead of telling yourself you can't do something, tell yourself you can. This will boost your motivation and confidence. Then take breaks. It's important to take breaks and recharge your energy. Just make sure you don't use breaks as an excuse to procrastinate. I fall foul of that sometimes. My fourth tip is to find an accountability partner. Having someone who can hold you accountable can be incredibly motivating. And finally, focus on the end result. Visualize how you will feel when the task is complete. This will help you stay motivated and focused. By implementing these resources and tips, you'll be well on your way to beating procrastination and keeping your home clutter free. So that's all for today's episode of Living Clutter Free Forever. Thanks for listening. For more organizing and tidying tips, be sure to visit caroline-thor.com and caro.thor on Instagram. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast for more episodes like this. Until next time. If you have enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Organizer. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.